Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our GYST podcast, where we help you get your together. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome again to another fabulous episode of the GYST podcast. The podcast, also known as Get Your Shit Together. That was kind of funny because you guys were, and I was like, Yeah, it was weird. You so, were like Masterpiece Theater or something over yeah. there. Yeah. And you guys were like, Ah! <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, with you as always, I am Rahila. Kyle Reed. I'm a Bardwatch on the mic. And today we have a special guest, Keenan Bailey. He's my friend from high school. Oh, that's so, so cute. Uh, yeah, we did robotics together, and uh, that's not cute. he recently expressed how the podcast was kind of helping him in his day-to-day. So, Good welcome, shit. Keenan. Yeah. How's welcome. it going? Welcome. Is that how I'm in... I'm in... I'm, it. I'm it. I'm it. I'm it. I'm in July. <laughs> Is that how he created that? Girl, he was dating in high school. Yeah, yeah. from the robotic class. Uh, yeah, I. There's a story I can tell you later. I knew what? it. I knew it. <laughs> story to be continued on our YouTube page. Oh, yeah. I got shocked a couple times. <laughs> That's obscure. Wrong hole. Yeah. <laughs> what? Did she take D batteries or plug into the wall? I mean, I want to know the voltage level 12 here. Twelve volt lawnmower. Twelve volt lawnmower battery. <laughs> oh. You have not denied any of this. <laughs> go bigger, go home. I, I'm so like embarrassed to even say this is how rumors get started. Like it's to that point. Were electrical lawnmowers a thing back then? <laughs> how old do you think I am? But what do you mean back then? You 10, 15 years ago? Electrical lawnmowers? Yeah, were they a thing? Yeah. Like now they're. I, I'm, I didn't ask if they were in existence. Oh. They're a thing now. I don't know if they were a thing back then. Yeah. As a former lawnmower salesman, they were. Oh, what? <laughs> what have you not done? I worked at a Home Depot. Like, uh, <laughs> you've done everything when you that worked That explains there. the paint. The yeah. Paint. Yeah. yeah. Lawnmower. Makes sense. You said pellet grill earlier, and I was right there. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We sold that shit. Yeah. Pellet yeah. grills, pellet stoves, all that. Mm. Good stuff. Well, welcome. Thank you for coming. Yeah. Absolutely. We appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Good shit. Good shit. We'll get some refreshing insight from you today, so you're going to be on the spot. All right. Whether you like it or not, damn it. That's no, I'm fun. just kidding. I'm just kidding. And I, I think it's also cool... To, to have you here because you have such a different perspective than what we do, mm-hmm. right? Because, like, the three of us and, and Sam and Amit and, I mean, Sam and Gummel and, and uh, Aaron Ivy downstairs, we all are a part of this. So we see this every single day, and we do this. What was fabulous is episode, the, the last episode we did, starting where you were, Aaron Ivy had a full list of notes. And so we know the impact that it makes on us, but... You know, it's it's because of you, like coming on and talking to them and be like, you know, what you guys are doing is, is solid. Kyle, you've had a lot of friends say the same thing. For for those of you who know us, if we have done anything to impact your life positively <laughs> in, in any way because of this podcast, share it with us. You don't necessarily have to come on air, but but still share it with us because it makes us feel good. Yeah. Like the fact that you're here right now. Yeah. Like that—that's just awesome. Yeah. So thank you very much for being here. Yeah, I mean, I'm—I'm I'm 29. I'm looking down the barrel of 30, and I'm in this point where, oh hey, maybe I kind of want to get more of my shit together. So, you know, this kind of lined up with that pretty well. Nice. I know some things too. So here we are. He's also a Scorpio. Likes long walks on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> and isn't on the market. So. Is not on the market. Is not or is? I am not. You're taken. Taken. Yeah. Oh, congratulations. So leave your <laughs> leave your panties at the door, ladies. <laughs> so all rumors get started. <laughs> <laughs> totally kidding. So I 
today's topic, Kyle, I know you have dealt with this for the past seven years. <laughs> <laughs> right? Who, let, this is why we came up with this episode. Who are we, who are we kidding around? Let's see if he comments. I'm, he's not even going to listen. Mr. Mr. <laughs> I had to move on. Man. I had to move on. Call me anytime after five. I call him and it goes to his voicemail. It's bullshit. He's, he's, he's eating a donut right now. Right? So today's episode is all about living with negative people. <laughs> for those who don't know, Sam Nang T, our sound guy, and Kyle have lived together for the past seven years and just have recently gone their ways. And believe it or not, we have never had sex. <laughs> You're right. That's I really weird. Consensually. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hell of a qualifier. It's bad jokes. Bad jokes. Bad jokes. Whole new meaning in the donut holes. No Weinstein here, okay? No <laughs> Weinstein. <laughs> That's a tough slang term. Yeah, I know, right? Ooh. That's not what this episode is about. It is not. So when we're talking about living with negative people, it extends much more than just roommates. It also includes family. And now this is important because a lot of people think, okay, if somebody's negative, I, it's 100% or nothing. I need to rule them out completely out of my life, not have them involved at all. But there's so many other ways around it. So one of the... One of the episodes that we did was called Circle of Influence, and that was all designed to help you realize that you can be close to someone, but still not have them inside your circle of influence. Like I've had very close relatives that I interacted with daily that were not inside my circle of influence because it's when you give someone influence, it's all about how much power they have to influence you, your thoughts, your actions, your feelings. If somebody is negative, just don't allow them that power. Now that doesn't mean rule them out of your life because I've got a lot of negative friends. Some of my best friends are extremely negative and they know it and I hang out with them all the time, but I don't let their negativity impact me one bit. If anything, I feel like it reassures me that what I'm thinking and my thought process is positive because it completely contradicts what, what they're doing. And I think in order to, when you're living with negative people, right? Say you have a roommate and you're in that kind of an environment, it's, it's very difficult. But what you have to do is you have to understand their perspective on things. I'm not saying you have to agree with it, but just understand where they're coming from. Because we all come from different backgrounds. We all came up differently. And it could be that what they're thinking impacts their actions but because those actions contradict what we believe we automatically assume that they're negative they're bad people but the thing is the storyteller is always the innocent one right like history what mm -hmm. do they say history yeah. is written by the by the victors or something like yeah. that if there's somebody that is negative and you interact with them on a daily basis just take a, a quick time out and just think about things from their perspective. Yeah. Um, it's similar to when the exercise we had you do on meditation, right? See yourself through the eyes of others. Do the same thing. Listen to our How to Meditate episode and do the exercise that Amit did. It might shed some light on your situation. So, Kyle, how'd you do it? Sam Dang T for seven years? Oh boy. I cannot stand that motherfucker. Man! Socks everywhere. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, and sticky socks everywhere. Yeah, mm. on the doorknob, all mm. that shit. <laughs> no, that and that actually was no, that has that doesn't even come up with this at all. Um, but I, I think the biggest thing is to think about is not necessarily physically living with somebody and and dwelling and sharing a, a, a home with them is having people in your life that are negative and you can't just eliminate them from your life. Family, close friends, co-workers, people you have relationships with and you want to keep and maintain relationships with. But again, as Rohit mentioned, you don't want them to be part of your circle of influence. You don't want them to influence their negative thoughts or ideals upon you. Right. Um, but it's maybe it's a brother or a sister or a cousin or mother or father or somebody close or a coworker that you sit next to and you have to deal with every single day. How do you deal with those people? How do you allow those things to just be water off a duck's back, so to speak, right? And and just move on and keep going. Um, it, it can be tough. It can be tough. But I think that if you take a look at yourself, take a look at that person's perspective, I think you could say to try and understand them. Actually, no, because I'm going to say that's dangerous. If you try I'm to put yourself in that person's shoes, yeah. you're going to perpetuate those negative thoughts and ideals, I think. I Because, I because you're justifying that. where they're coming from. You're justifying it for them. You don't have to own it. Right? How right. do you prevent from owning it, though? So, so like, my, my boss at work, uh-huh. right? Um, we're dealing with constantly... Uh, these really high expectations, mm-hmm. right? Uh, they want us to have our quality score at 100%. And that's not humanly possible. We come in at a low 90 all the time. And for us, that's good because we understand that not everyone's going to be perfect all the time, mm-hmm. right? If you go look at national standards for customer satisfaction, it's like 84%. So we're crushing that, mm-hmm. right? So there's a difference between the customer that we have, who is is our overhead manager, and his expectations versus the reality of what we can actually deliver in this instance. Mm-hmm. We push to deliver what they want, but, you know, someone has a bad day and you lose it, right? Mm-hmm. 100% is incredibly difficult in a month. So it becomes a difference of understanding that this is the ideal, but also that I'm not getting, you know, my ass chewed out for a 93, right? And And that that I'm not going to sit here and stress over that 7% because the amount of time I put into it versus what I get out of it, the return on investment of that mm-hmm. is not worth that. I think that's dangerous though, right? Because okay. now you're allowing yourself not to accomplish your goals. Right. By justifying that the goal is unaccomplishable. Okay. And it may be. Right. It may be, <laughs> right? But again, that's dangerous territory. Uh-huh. Adjust the goal. What have you been for the last three months? If it's 92, then your goal needs to be 95. Right. Right. That's what I'm saying. So not that you shouldn't ever look at it from another person's perspective, because I believe that that is key to a lot of things. Right. But when it comes to uh, a negative outlook on things, Mm -hmm. I think that it's dangerous. If you allow yourself to see things in that light, you begin to think the same way. Right. You have to be careful of not absorbing that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I I think that maybe... um, Understanding is one thing, Mm -hmm. but bringing yourself into that same exact thought is what you're trying to avoid, right? So, uh, 
I think the the difference is one is in understanding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other is in understanding so much that you start to believe. Right. Yeah. And and I think if you if you understand where they're coming from, that'll give you an insight into why they might be negative towards certain things. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you understand to believe, then then I think you're right. Yeah. Then you're going down a dangerous path. Yeah, you got to be careful. Yeah, because yeah, there's a difference between understanding and justifying. Right. Are, are oh, you? Yeah, that's, that's the huge absolutely. thing. Are you watching Jim Jones make the Kool Aid or are you drinking it? <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like that's the difference in the, How in much the negative sugar case. Is it? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So so for me, right, I was living in this this work situation where I was doing that. I was yeah. like, we're not there. What do I need to do? Uh-huh. But I also refuse to like abuse the people under me uh-huh. to get that result, right? So, so that's a difference uh-huh. between me and this other individual because I'm over here, you know, at the supervisor level taking that abuse. Uh-huh. But I'm not going to pass that down to the next guy just because he's struggling with something that's difficult to do. Yeah. Right? I'm going to sit there and I'm going to take a look at what I'm assuming because I've done this before and what that person's missing. Because my job is to help develop them uh-huh. into what we need, right? So what I'm doing is I'm looking at, well, I do this, this, and this. Are they doing those things? How do I get them to those things? What what can we do to to make that meet so that we're all near that level rather than sitting here saying, like, like the quality program at my job was non-existent until I got towards this level of work. Mm-hmm. And what I did was I looked around and I said, I really hate my meetings with my supervisor where they say, you did this wrong. And then I'm going, okay, what do I, what do I do? And they don't have anything. So I have to come out to the floor and talk to the veterans and be like, I did this wrong. What do I do? Yeah. That sucks. Right? How do I that's, fix it? That's frustrating when your supervisor's telling you that you did this wrong and that's all they have to say. Mm-hmm. So I said, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not doing that to people. So I started looking at what I was doing. I started documenting some of that. All of these things to the point where now when I get a new guy who's struggling, I've got all these things I can go through. Hey, are you doing this? Hey, are you doing this? Hey, maybe try that out. Hey, how about this? Right? To to get them into the same sort of mind frame without letting those other people ruin that. Yeah. Right? So that's where that's where I agree on, on both sides, right? That you're saying like you can't get too close to those negative thoughts, but understanding them is important. And you're saying you can't live in that house, right? Yeah. You can't you can't sit there and absorb all of that either. And the balance of that, especially day to day, right? Yeah. I find myself on a Wednesday slipping back into I need to get this done, and then I'm over here looking at how it's impacting people and going, no, wait, that's not how I want to do it, right? So the the day to day balance of that is is difficult. Yeah, key. Key. And, and that's the thing, right? You mentioned as a supervisor. So it's that is a critical role of, we'll say, I mean, because you have uh, senior leadership, leadership, and line level, right? if you will, right? So that is a critical aspect of middle management, if you will, is unfortunately taking beatings. Right. What's mine to absorb? In protecting your your followers right right and and giving them positivity so that's phenomenal first of all right. i think and very very challenging to do right deflect or absorb and not give off that same negative or how do you translate it yeah right that's the that's the tricky one mm-hmm. right this is the problem how do i build a solution into that discussion yeah. downstream 
That's Huge. hard. <laughs> like, Huge. yeah, it's, it's it's you have to keep reminding yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a constant of when you're slipping in the situation, to be again thinking of like, okay, look, this is what I did last time. This is exactly what I should not do. I need to do something else. Right. So it's it's almost like you're riding a bike. You know that without the training wheels, you might fall if you start to lean a certain way. So you got to keep practicing. You got to keep keep it in thought that look, I can't rely on the training wheels to keep me up. I right. just have to keep moving forward. And eventually, you lean a little more and you figure out where that is. Exactly. You you keep finding your balance, and then yeah. you you can ride perfectly. It's practice it's all about like taking and understanding the negativity that apparently sam has given you for the last <laughs> seven years you guys, you guys are terrible you guys are terrible you understood it and you didn't let it <laughs> take you over i mean right and it, that's it's your own island you it's your choice if you want to be negative if you don't and that's where the check-in matters you check in with yourself you check in with your group in whatever context it is whether it's whether it's me dealing with this negative idea from my girlfriend or from my boss or from a whole group of people, you've got to look at how you're reacting to that. My mom said to me uh, when I was a teenager having trouble interacting with my dad, she said to me, you can't change the way they act, you can only change the way you react. Mm-hmm. And that's like crazy mom wisdom that I've carried <laughs> forever. Since like She said that, I'm like, oh shit, right? Like, oh man, that's, that's serious. But I keep coming back to it because it's useful. Right. Yeah, so I did this and that happened. What if I do this instead? Does that does that get me more towards what everybody wants? Yeah. Right? So that's you know, the the you need to understand it, you need to know what you're assuming versus what the other person's assuming, and then how do you build that bridge in between it? Is the the big deal. Good shit. And the hard part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something I wrote down, Kyle, is what is negative, right? We're talking about... Um, let's define it. Yeah, we're talking about living with negative people, right? Yeah. So am, am I innately going to assume that you are negative because you behave or your thought processes contradict mine? Don't align with yours. Right? Yeah. That's what mm-hmm. most people do. Okay. That's, that's good. That's good. And one of the things that, that I really want to talk about as well is... Some that I got from Amit, as, as, as he was talking about, is it's so easy for us to act the same way every single time towards someone, right? Especially if they're negative, we're just going to dismiss them, and that's just going to grow the negativity instead of maybe trying to take the time to understand them or, or even just talk to them, right? We're just going to go into that mindset of, oh, there they go again, you know, instead of, instead of talking to them. Because what you're doing is... It's you versus your instincts, mm-hmm. right? And, and because the seminars, what we know instincts to be are programs. Mm-hmm. And so it's you versus your programs. At what point do you say, you know what? Okay, I need to take a mental timeout because their negativity is negatively impacting me. First off, what is it about them that's so negative, right? Is it their thought process? Is it the way they're raised? Does it contradict mine? Is that the only reason why I'm not agreeing with them is because they contradict my beliefs? Try to understand what they're coming from and talk to them. Mm-hmm. Now, here's here's the key point. You will not want to talk to them, right? Because everything instinctually, all your programs are telling you, no, I'm right, they're wrong. Why should I talk to them about what's going on? But that's what this podcast is all about. 
is it's teaching you to do the things that you normally would not do and to GYST to get your sh together and you're going to do that by doing things that you would not instinctively do. That's good shit. Yeah. That's real good. I like that a lot. And it, you had mentioned... That came courtesy of Bacardi Cyclone Rum. <laughs> Bacardi, if you would like to sponsor us, as you can see, we've been doing nothing but talking about your fine products on air. We're going to email the fuck out of you for your $22 <laughs> bottle of rum. Taco Bell? Stop it. That egg <laughs> breakfast wrap shit. I need to try that. I'm building a Taco Bell right up the hill from me. So excited. Really? I'm going to be there every single day. So time. excited. So pumped. Pumped. Man. Here's what I wrote down. I wrote down a hot stove. Oh. Because when you, when you talk about programs, right, we think mm -hmm. about that. A stove is hot. Mm -hmm. It can burn you. Mm -hmm. It can also cook you food, which provides you life. Sometimes it does both. Sometimes it does both at the same time, right? <laughs> yeah, you absolutely, you damn right. Yep. You damn right. But if I look at a stove and all I ever think about is the time that it burned me, that stove is negative. And that's how I envision that stove to be. If I forget all of the meals that this stove has allowed me to cook and provide for my family, I'm not looking at it from the right perspective. Mm -hmm. So I think that goes back earlier, right? When I initially was like, yeah, you don't want to live there. You want to be careful. I think perspective is great. And I will always believe that. But you don't want to live there. You don't want to live in the perspective that the stove can burn you. Right. Because if you never get over that, it's good to see it. But you need to allow it to change your actions. Mm -hmm. Don't touch the stove with your hand anymore. Right? If you're cooking with a cast iron skillet, grab a motherfucking potholder. <laughs> Damn it. You know what I'm saying? It's, that sounds a little, sounds a little personal. Feels like you've done that a few times. No, I, I haven't. But I recently cooked with a, with a cast iron skillet. You use a potholder next time, Sam. <laughs> you guys are stupid. <laughs> I'm just saying in general, though, right? Because I, I think it's relevant. It's a stove, whatever. It's an analogy. Yeah, but you get it. You see what I'm saying? It's, it's perspective. You can't allow yourself to look at it from one aspect your entire life. Right. This thing can do so many positive things for you, and you need to be able to see that. That's what I wrote. I kind of wrote down the same stuff. Is I said, you're neutral. So you can't have anything being negative without you having a neutral state. Mm -hmm. Right. You decide what is neutral, or, or what is negative, sorry. Like you're saying with that, the oven, it Stay could be... Stay away from the electrons. <laughs> Stay, yes. If, if you're getting upset about the oven because it burnt you, well, that's you. Mm-hmm. It made me a bomb-ass meal last night. Say, so, well, so what'd you, you make? Saying, so it's you a positive grilled cheese sandwich? Oh, right. Man, so don't that, right. I it's, it's, it's all about, right now. like you said, yeah, it's a perspective. It's it's on you to decide, like, how it is negative or positive because yeah. it makes you feel a certain way. Right, yeah. and you have to take into account that you're human and you're wired to feel that negative way harder than yeah. that positive. Mm -hmm. Right? So, like, I listen... I work in a call center, and I listen to individual calls all day, and I look for patterns in the group, but I also look for, like, okay, how can I help Steve out? Right? Is it inbound or outbound? Uh, so it's all inbound. Like, so it's all internal a lot of, support stuff. So there's a yeah, lot of frustration coming yeah. across the phone, right? So so when I hear, like, a screamer call, I go to that person, and I'm like... <laughs> there's a name for it, a yeah, screamer. When I, when I get that, I'm, I'm like, okay, come here. You know, get off the phone. We're going in this meeting room. We're going to listen to this call, and we're going to talk about it. And it's not like you messed up because I hated that conversation, right? What I say is like, okay, you did this good, you did this good, and here's where it turns. 
And I only do this because I found it myself for me, right? Yeah. That's part of what it is. It's like I'd, I'd take the calls that went bad and I'd go to my supervisor and say, we're listening to this call in our one-on-one. I want to know what I did. Yeah. I want to know how we got here because I blinked and this dude's screaming at me, right? But you can hear it. As soon as you're not in that moment, you can hear the dude going, my internet's faster than, you know, your company's blah, blah, blah. And then I go, sir, I don't think that's true. And I know immediately, that's me being a smart ass, and that's why he got mad. <laughs> he just pissed him Boom, off. he's there, right? He's going off on me. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I did that, yeah. right? So that's where, that's where, like, hindsight. <laughs> I've made all of these mistakes, so now it's my job to walk people through that and yeah. say, okay, here's where I went bad. Next time, try this. That's fantastic. And the fact that you deal with, I know exactly what that's like, not from personal uh, firsthand experience, but a lot of other friends that I know that work in inbound call centers. Um, <laughs> it's an it's adventure. challenging. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I hear I hear good things about it as well. Right? Yeah. But you do get those, you said screamers. I think it's funny that you guys have a name for it. There's a wide variety. Yeah. Oh, I can imagine. I can imagine. Man, good, good shit. So can you guys believe we got something positive out of, an episode right? on how to deal with negative people. And not only how that, to live but we, with negative people. we made a lot of references. There are four episodes that, that are related that I think people would benefit. So, so ladies and gentlemen, uh, these might not all be available on your podcast app, but go to gystpodcast.com and you can stream all of our episodes. There were four that I think really related and will add value to today's episode. One, how to meditate. Two, circle of influence. Three, negativity in the workplace. And four, one-uppers. Those guys. I forgot about one-uppers. <laughs> I love that episode. <laughs> that was all about one, two, one, two people. That was all about one-uppers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, specifically, though. Yeah. yeah. Get it. Um, so, perfect timing. We're going to wrap up right now. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going to let these two gentlemen give me the two-minute takeaway intro because Rohit's got to run downstairs. This is your cue to run downstairs. Aaron's down there. Okay, Aaron's got it. Aaron's got it. <laughs> so today's episode was all about how to live with negative Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> gentlemen, gentlemen. It's so time. It's time. It's time for Kyle Reed's two-minute takeaway. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. When you were serenading me last week, my panties were on the ground immediately. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good, too. Pretty I'm pretty good. hyped up right now. You know, I am, yeah. too. I'm ready to go run a marathon. <laughs> so today's episode was how to, all about how to live with negative people. And we don't necessarily mean live as in roommates and dwelling together, but how do you function day-to-day in your life as you live with negative people in your life? You can't eliminate them all. Some people you need in your life, and you just need to let them be negative. You can't control their actions. You can only control your reaction. So think about that. Think about that person's perspective, but be careful not to dwell on it. Don't look for information that supports their beliefs that will allow you to fall into that belief. But also search for perspective so you understand both sides of that coin. And lastly, define negativity. What is negativity? That same exact stove that can burn you can also cook you and your family a wonderful meal. Don't you ever forget that. 
With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, thanks again for listening. GYST Podcast, get your shit together. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, and YouTube. Again, I'm going to ask you guys every week, subscribe to the YouTube channel, send it to five of your friends, and like all of our videos. Even if you don't like them, just like them. Just like them. <laughs> because you'll be looking at the back of my head or the back of Rohit's head or the side of Ahmed's head. It doesn't matter. And now we got a bunch of pizza in here. So, signing off. Tune in next week for another fantastic episode of GYSD Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, get your shit together. Bye. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your shit together.